Welcome to the Sports Experience. Da -da -da. What is up, everybody? Welcome back to the Get a Grips Experience. Okay, I almost said my own intro there. Uh, it's me and the Sports Experience back again for another weekly recap. Yep, and this time yep. we're recapping week 11. Too far into the season. We're, we're pretty far. Uh, before we start with the games, I'm going no. to mention this, and I know no. you don't want me to. But I'm, I, I have to. to. It's recent. And it's news. The Steelers and Ravens game, which was initially supposed to be played on Thanksgiving football, is now going to be moved to Tuesday night. And, you know, I, I think you should be pretty happy about this. I think that the Ravens should just get a 15-yard penalty and let's get on with the game. Well, uh, I think you really want them to get on the, with the game because they are going to be missing their two starting running backs, and that's Mark Ingram and J.K. Dobbins, and Lamar Jackson, who tested positive for COVID. First of all, I'm not worried about either of those. Steelers' defense is absolutely amazing. Second of all, yes, that's exactly why I wanted the game to start. Yeah, uh, but yeah, there are so many Ravens players um, testing positive. Like, it, it's a lot. And it's not like they're, like, on the COVID list. It's that they're positive. Like, they they directly got COVID. So, first, I hope they survive. And second, somebody messed up here. Somebody messed up. Uh, Ravens are irresponsible. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I think they should just forfeit. You know, they messed up. They should take consequences. My conspiracy is they were too scared to play the Steelers, so they decided you know, to here, go get COVID. Here's what I think happened. I think, you know, the entire team is like, hey... Bummer that we lost, but we got to get a good night's rest, so let's go go to dinner. And then, of course, they took their masks off to eat dinner. And somebody on that team had it and gave it to everyone else at that dinner. That's what I think happened. Let's be honest. It was probably Jim Harbaugh. You mean John Harbaugh? I think Jim Harbaugh might not be conspiring for Michigan. Oh, no. He's with the Ravens. <laughs> Man, sorry. I've been hearing so much news about how he should get fired that that's why I just mentioned his name. So, yeah, John Harbaugh is the Ravens coach. Not yeah, Jim Harbaugh. I, I, I don't pay attention to the Ravens, so. Yeah, uh, we'll talk more about uh, John Harbaugh in, like, a couple minutes when we cover the Ravens-Tennessee game. Uh, Ooh, that was a real good game. Yep. Uh, yeah, so I guess I'll start off with the games. I'll start off with the Saints versus the Falcons. I'm saving for the Chiefs game for the end, by the way. Uh, Saints versus the Falcons. Taysom Hill's very first start in the NFL as a QB. You know, he's finally trying to prove himself that he's an actual quarterback. And he had a good game, I thought. Did you did he, did he? you win in fantasy with two quarterbacks? Of course I did. Yeah. Uh, no, I actually I, lost. I lost terribly because my wide receivers are absolutely awful. But Taysom Hill got me 24 points. So, I was happy about that. He only got... Wait, hold up. He only got... Oh, you're not in PPR, are you? No, no. Oh, okay. It got me, like, 30-something. Jeez. But, yeah, Taysom Hill had a okay game. He was fairly accurate. He had a couple of passes where they were short, so his weakness is arm arm talent. There was a couple of passes where he just threw it into the dirt. One pass, it just looked like it was like a moon ball and went up in the air, and Emmanuel Sanders had to run back for it, which was an amazing diving catch when he came back for it. But it had an overall good game, an efficient game. Really, it was this, the Saints' defense, which held Matt Ryan to two interceptions and no touchdowns and only 230 yards. Wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Saints' Saints defense played great. The Saints played the Saints played pretty much the best game that they could play, especially against the Falcons. 
And, you know, I'm actually starting to think maybe they're legitimate. They played just two sh amazing games against the Bucks, and now the Falcons. Maybe they're legitimate. Uh, yeah, it's hard for me. I do think that they are definitely a top team in the NFC. I do still think that the Bucks are a better team. Well, we're going to see once we play them. This That'll be fun. That'll be a fun game. Also, sad news, Taysom Hill is not going to be able to be called a tight end anymore in fantasy. I know, yeah. It's a real bummer. And, like, if you had him at tight end, I tried to, like, hack the system, I guess. Not hack the system, but cheat the system. I kept him in as tight end, didn't, like, just kept him in. But, um, fantasy won't let you make any roster changes at all with Taysom Hill at tight end. So you have to take him out if you want to change your roster whatsoever. Honestly, I'm happy with that because my tight end is Darren Waller. My tight end is Travis Kelsey, so I'm, I'm pretty happy about that. Yeah, last week I barely won, even with two quarterbacks, because uh, the dude I played is a huge Chiefs fan. He had Mahomes, Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, nice. and Tyreek Hill. Nice. All of them got above 20 points. Mm -hmm. So the Saints win 24-9. to They improved to, I believe it's 8-2 and now, I think. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, they're 8-2. and uh, and the Falcons dropped to three and seven. Season's done, pretty much. It was done before it even be actually. You know what? They did look like a promising team coming into the season. Mm -hmm. All right, what's your next game? First game. This is a very disappointing game. Bucks versus Rams. Oh man! Antonio Brown was a receiver. Cooper Cup, one hundred forty-five yards. And Jared Goff had a surprisingly great game: three hundred seventy-six yards and three touchdowns. Yeah. So. um... What is happening with the T Tampa Bay Buccaneers' defense? Because at the very start of the season, they were amazing. They were shut down, lights out. And they, they are against the run game, but I guess against the pass game, they're terrible? Ah, their defense just can't keep up with other offenses. Mm -hmm. I mean, I think it all ended after they played the um, Broncos. They just fell apart. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, they did force Jared Goff to throw two interceptions. Tom Brady, he was really struggled. He threw two picks, and all of them were on deep balls. He cannot throw a deep ball to save his life. And that's expected, because he's, like, 43. <laughs> like, I like I don't know why Bruce Arian wants him to throw him deep every play, but it seems like he does. Um, he throws the most 20-plus uh, yard passes in the NFL. That's the stat I heard. He throws the most 20-yard-plus passes. That's ridiculous. You know, I heard another thing that about aging quarterbacks. It's their arms don't wear down, it's the legs. So I wonder, I think he still throws the deep ball not good. But then again, he doesn't. he's never actually had really big deep ball threats. That's true. But he was, he was at least capable of making the deep throw. Now it seems like he's not. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, Cooper Cup and Robert Woods had insane games. Robert Woods is just, he's probably the most efficient receiver in the NFL. He's on track for another 1,000-yard season. Uh, he had 12 receptions, 130 yards. Cooper Cup, 11 receptions, 145 yards. So, overall, great games for them. Respectable games, yeah, definitely. What's your next game? Uh, so, my next game is the Chargers versus the Jets. Chargers! Chargers almost tried to end that tank for the Jets. But Joe Flacco knew what he was doing. Through that, through that it's pick six. It's because of Justin Herbert's haircut. Yep. Mm -hmm. He lost all his mojo. Um, but literally all the Chargers had to do was not lose. And they did that. Good job. 
Yeah, I mean, Justin Herbert had a great game, 366 yards and three touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, you could pretty much do that against the Jets. The Jets tried to make a comeback. First, they were they actually were winning 6-0, to zero, but of course they missed their extra point. So then, immediately, Joe Flacco throws a pick six. Uh, just immediately. And so the Chargers go up, and they really never gave that lead back. Yeah, and the leading receiver for the Jets was none other than Baylor alumni Denzel Mims. Yeah, three receptions for 71 yards. Woo. Give him rookie of the year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yeah, Chargers win 34-28. to Jets go stay 0-10. They are 0-10. And I'm, I'm hoping for this tank. I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Yo, I just want it because of my predictions. That way they weren't a complete bust. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, what's your next game? My next game is the Patriots versus the Texans. Damier Bird, I I said one of those names, and yeah. not both. Yeah, you definitely wrong. said one of those names wrong. <laughs> and then a big day for both quarterbacks. Yeah, Deshaun Texans Watson. get the win, 27-20. to 20. Mm-hmm. Deshaun Watson had a great game, right? Yeah, my fantasy quarterback. Yeah, I, I love that man. Yeah, Deshaun Watson. I I forget like what his stats were. Let me see if I can pull him up. But he definitely he had a great game, right? Three hundred forty-four yards, two touchdowns, and then on the ground, thirty-six yards and another touchdown. Yeah, he's pretty much just the Texans at this point. He is the Texans because yeah, he, no he, he has no help. Touchdowns. He has no help. Cam Newton looked back. But uh, he had 365 yards, but unfortunately could not get the win because Deshaun Watson is, he's pretty good. He's, I think he's a top five quarterback. Mm-hmm. He's, he has no receiver, so that's why he's not playing as good as he should. Yeah. And but that's not his fault. Mm-hmm. And his t- the team around him stinks. Mm-hmm. All right. So my next game was the, man, the Packers versus the Colts. Wow. So this game. The Packers go up, and they were up by a lot. They were up by 14, I believe it was, at halftime, I think. Or was it 18? I'm trying to... Um, let me check real quick. So, they went up by... Let's see. They were up 28 Seven. to 14. So, they were up 14. Oh, no, 14. They were up 14 at halftime, and then proceed to score three points in the second half. The defense for the Colts shut them down in the second half. They couldn't do anything, only got a field goal in the fourth quarter. Meanwhile, the Colts did what they wanted. They found a wide open, like uh, Michael Pittman Jr., who just waltzed into the end zone for a touchdown. Uh, Just a lot of things went wrong for the Packers. But then the Packers come down the field. They have to get a field goal. Aaron Rodgers tosses an amazing ball to Marquez Valdez-Scantling, 50-yard play, and that sets him up for a field goal. That goes to overtime. Then, in overtime, the Packers get the ball. They get to midfield, and then Marquez Valdez-Scantling fumbles. Colts pick it up, and then they drive and get a field goal. Thanks for telling me about the entire game. (laughs) Yeah, you're welcome. You're welcome. Uh, Yeah, a big story for this game was the fact that, you know, uh, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, the guy who fumbled, he received death threats online, which is never, never okay in any situation. Like, it's a game. Calm down. Yeah, it's absolutely unacceptable. Especially for Packers fans who have had just so much success over the years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, the Colts forced four turnovers in this win against Green Bay, which was a big problem uh, for the Packers. So overall... Choke job by the Packers, but they're still seven and three at the end of it. 
Packers and the Colts have the same. That shouldn't be. That shouldn't be true. They should not have the same record. Well, like the games Packers have lost, they've looked really bad. So it's, I, I hope they're probably going to beat Chicago, which is their upcoming game. But yeah, never know. Never know. Watch Khalil Mack absolutely annihilate Aaron Rodgers. It could happen. Could happen. What's your next game? My next game. I, I I thoroughly enjoyed this one. Which one was Titans it? and Ravens. This game. Oh man. So uh, I want to offer some background before you like you can recap the game. So before the all the Tennessee Titans they meet up at the middle of the field and they stand on the Baltimore Ravens logo in like the middle of the field they stand on it, which is considered a little bit disrespectful. So, John Harbaugh comes out. John Harbaugh is the coach of the Baltimore Ravens. He comes out alone. His players don't back him up on this. He goes out alone and just starts yelling at the at the, at the the Titans players. Then Mike Vrabel comes out. Like, particularly. Yeah. Mike Vrabel comes out, starts yelling back. He's like, eh, you probably shouldn't do that. Your players should be the ones yelling at my guys. Don't you yell at my guys. And event, like it's like a war of words. Eventually, they get breaking up. But the entire question on the media after that, on the internet, everybody, rumors were swirling, swirling around. Our theories were swirling around in the internet. Who would win in a fight? If a fight broke out, who would win? John Harbaugh or Mike Vrabel? I want to hear your opinion on this. I think Mike Vrabel's just Mike, too big for Mike Vrabel Harbaugh. would absolutely destroy John Harbaugh. I'm sorry, but John Harbaugh, he's insane. I He's I'm not, not insane, but he's like a very energetic guy. But still, this... Mike Vrabel, he's an ex-NFL linebacker. I don't care what you say about this guy. He is big. He's 6'4", 261 pounds. You're telling me John Harbaugh would beat up Mike Vrabel, the former NFL linebacker? Uh, I'm just checking their weights right now. Jim Harbaugh is 216 pounds. John, Mike, John Mike Harbaugh. Are you, looking at the, are you looking at the right Harbaugh here? Yes, John. Wait. <laughs> Crap. I did <laughs> Did I seriously just do the wrong one again? I think you did. I think you did. Yeah, okay. Let me retry that. <laughs> they were the exact same, so it doesn't really matter. Uh, anyways, Mike Vrabel, personally, I think he would wipe the floor with John Harbaugh. <laughs> the Ravens coach weighs the same amount as Alex Smith. Nice, nice. Uh, and Mike Vrabel weighs 261. Yeah, I think Mike Vrabel would just destroy John Harbaugh. No disrespect to him, but I think that would happen. is more than Derrick Henry. (laughs) Jeez. Yeah. But uh, this game went to overtime, and then uh, it was back and forth, kind of Baltimore didn't play super well, but it was a good game. Yeah, Derrick Henry had a great game, 133 yards and the game-winning touchdown. Yep, in overtime. I was about to get to that. In overtime, you know, at their 45, I think it was. I don't really know where it was, but uh, yeah. It was was near the, the Baltimore Ravens territory. Derrick Henry goes up the middle, bounces out to the outside. Game-winning touchdown, 29-yard run for the game. Tennessee Titans win, and they are now 7-3. and Baltimore Ravens dropped 6-4. and The Ravens... That is beautiful. Yeah. The Ravens, now, here's some good news for you. The Ravens drop to third place in the NFC North. They are third place behind the Browns, who sit at 7-3. and now, now with a brown seven and three, I mean, I don't know. I really don't know. Um, but the Ravens now, their season is probably over. You're not really going to win in the AFC, or you're not going to make in the playoffs in the AFC if you have more than say five losses. And they're probably going to lose against the Steelers because they have literally nobody. 
because they tested positive for COVID, like, almost their entire team. So I assume they're going to drop to 6-5. and five. And there's no way they're making the playoffs at 6-5 and five in the Steelers at 11-0. and 0. Like, that's not happening. I think the Steelers go completely undefeated. Yeah, I really hope not. I really hope not. I, I, I really hope not. <laughs> I really hope they do. If they go totally undefeated and win the Super Bowl... Steelers dream. Okay, uh, my next game was the Lions versus the Panthers. This is uh, P.J. Walker's first start in the NFL. P.J. Walker, he is the quarterback from the XFL. And really, he didn't have to do much. He was efficient, at the very least. But the Carolina defense shut down Detroit. They held them to zero points, and Carolina won 20-0. to Did they shut them down? Yes. Or does Matthew Stafford just suck? I think Matthew Stafford's okay personally i think he's good did you see the lions on thanksgiving yesterday looked like they were trying to i didn't bother to watch that actually (laughs) i i didn't bother i was was so excited for the steelers game (laughs) yeah thanksgiving football yeah this is being recorded after thanksgiving so uh happy late thanksgiving i guess man last time steelers were on thanksgiving I remember that, that. Remember Big Ben chomping into that turkey leg after beating the Colts. Yeah. Mm, those were the good days. The good days. You make it sound like your team's terrible. <laughs> oh wait, yeah, that's right. We're still undefeated. Your team's eleven and zero. Calm down. Uh, so, um, that being said, uh. I, I just lost a complete train of thought. I'm thinking about Big Ben eating a turkey leg right now. Um, uh, oh, wait, no. Now that image is mine. My, my, my. We're just going to m- move on. What's your next game? <sighs> Man. <laughs> my next game, Browns versus Eagles. Nobody really shined. Very boring Nobody game. This game. I, I want to ask you, do you think Nick Chubb is a future Hall of Famer? If he keeps playing like he is, yes. I think that if he stays on the Browns, no. That's true. I think he definitely has a good chance. Okay, but now the Eagles. The Eagles drop to 3-6-1. and and Now that tie was actually keeping them in first place of the NFC East until, that was until Alex Smith led his team on Thanksgiving football. He led his team, and, you know, now I believe the Washington football team are on top of the division, right? Yes. Uh, who are the whoever the Eagles play next? I really hope they beat the Eagles. I forget who the Eagles play. I can I can check really quick. But in the NFC East, the Washington Football Team are first place in their division at four and seven. The Eagles are second at three six and one. Dallas Cowboys three and eight at the bottom, and New York Giants sitting in the middle at three and seven. That division is so bad. They're so bad. This is the Eagles' remaining schedule. Seahawks. Oh, they play the Seahawks! <laughs> and then the week after that, they play the Packers. <laughs> They're not winning any Saints. games. Then the Cardinals. Oh my gosh. Then the Cowboys and the Washington football team. So literally, their next one, two, three, four... Their next four games, they will probably lose automatically. Like, they're going yeah, to lose. And then the Cowboys <laughs> might even beat them. So, I predict the win against the Cowboys... And then they will, uh, I think they're going to lose against the Washington football team. So that's going to give them a record of, oh my gosh, that will give them a record of, what, 
so that's four wins. That, that, four, yeah, four eleven and one. I wow, wow. So it's official now that the whoever wins the division is going to be under five hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, I don't know about. I don't really uh, want to talk about Washington, math. Washington, Washington could still be seven or eight and seven and one. Yeah. Or eight and eight. Yeah. That jeez, division's so bad. Um. All right. So, speaking of Washington, uh, wait, did you do your game? I forget. I already forget. I was talking about the Eagles. I did the Browns and Eagles. Okay, so that was a bad game. Uh, point is, I believe the Browns won that? Yeah, the yes, Browns won that. 22-17. Yeah, okay, so the Browns won that. Speaking of Washington football team, seamless transition. Uh, I had the Bengals versus the Washington football team. The Washington football team won 20-9. Here's the big news that came out of this game. Joe Burrow got injured. This is heartbreaking, guys. This is terrible. He As a Steelers fan who hates the Bengals' guts, this is the worst thing that could have happened. I hate the Bengals even more because they just ruined Joe Burrow's season. Joe Burrow tore his ACL, MCL, and, uh, and I quote, suffered other structural damage to his left knee. Wow. This is like... This is entirely the Bengals' fault. There is nothing Joe Burrow could have done. No, he should have. Ju- they should have built him an offensive line. I don't understand what was so hard about that. They even said in the offseason, Zach Taylor said that their off their offensive line was making good progress. Does this look progress to you, Zach? You just lost your franchise quarterback for a season, maybe a little bit of the next season too. Your rookie quarterback probably his left knee is never going to be the same again. Does this look like progress to you, Bengals? This is, I, 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 it's just heartbreaking. It's, it's really heartbreaking. Oh, okay. So here, here's what, um, Zach Taylor said, uh, her, hold on. Let me, I need to find it. Uh, Zach Taylor said that, uh, all we can do as season is make progress, blah, blah, blah. Coach, coach, speak, coach, speak. Um, oh yeah, we felt like we were making a lot of progress over the last five weeks, and we are not going to apologize for any of that. He's talking about the offensive line right there. He says that his offensive line, that he had felt that his offensive line were making a lot of progress over the last five weeks, and that he's not going to apologize for any of it. Now, the first four rounds of the draft, he... He took two linebackers, a wide receiver, and Joe Burrow. Nothing to help. No, nothing to help his offensive line. So, Zach, you need to get an offensive line for your team, all right? And stop making false false claims that your offensive line has made progress because they haven't. Haven't at all. This, uh, the sports experience, you made a you wrote a wonderful article. It's on my website right now. Just pointing that out there. <laughs> thank you, thank that you. Advertisement. Nice. Uh, yeah. So I'll leave. I guess I'll leave that website in the description. Uh, all right. So after my mini rant, um, yeah, that's what happened. Joe Burrow is now going to be sidelined for the rest of the season, possibly some of next season. So that's it's very sad. My next game. 
So what's your next game? My next game is the Vikings versus the Cowboys. This was actually a pretty good game. Vikings stats. If you look at the stats, it looked like the Vikings would have won easily. And Kirk Cousins played a great game. Yeah, that's that's not something you say every day. You never say it. You haven't said this entire season. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. Um, but yeah, the Cowboys somehow won that. <laughs> they won thirty-one to twenty-eight. Uh, Adam Thielen made a great catch in the back of the end zone. C.D. Lamb made one of the most impressive catches I've ever seen. It was like somebody was like controlling him with a joystick, and then they flicked him in the other direction as he like turned cross body, extended fully to catch Andy Dalton's terrible pass. It was it was great. As a Oklahoma hater, because I'm a Baylor fan, that was a crazy good catch. It was. It was a. It was a very good catch. But yeah, the Cowboys won that one. My next game is the Cardinals versus the Seahawks. Thursday night football. Uh, Cowboys, I mean, not the Cowboys. Seattle Seahawks, they won this game 28-21. to And where the Cardinals had a chance to go down the field uh, and possibly send that game to overtime with like 30 seconds left on the clock. But instead, with two timeouts, I believe. Two timeouts, they take four shots. Well, actually three. They got sacked on the fourth one that ended the game. They took three deep shots to the end zone. Cliff, you got two timeouts. You don't need to go to the end zone. Just toss it over the middle of the field. Oh, man. The Vikings, where am I? <laughs> it, it, it was something to laugh at this week. Yeah, definitely. Hello, this is a mid-podcast break. I guess I just want to remind you that you can find this podcast on YouTube. That's right. If you search up on YouTube, The Sports Experience, you can find this exact same podcast on YouTube. Now, here's the thing. Here's why I want you to go to YouTube. It's because it's very, it's much easier to grow on YouTube than it is on Spotify and Anchor and Google Podcasts. It's a lot easier to grow on YouTube because, you know, of the algorithm and promoting stuff and you know, blah, blah, blah. The point is, if you want this podcast to grow, on YouTube would be the best way to watch if you want this podcast to grow, so I encourage you to go check this out on YouTube. Alright, back to your reg- regularly scheduled programming. Uh, but yeah, the Cardinals will win that or lose that one 21-28. Seattle improves to 7-3, and three, and Cardinals go down to 6-4. and four. Okay, so you have the Chiefs and Raiders for your last one? Yep. Okay, I'll do my last two because I want you to talk about that one for the last one. Yes. So my next game, Broncos and Dolphins. Tim Patrick had 119 yards, no touchdowns because Joe because Drew Lock didn't throw any touchdowns. Oh my gosh, I'm gonna hear. I'm about to hear no, Rand right now, no aren't I? No touchdowns, an interception, and under 300 yards. Drew Lock sucks. <laughs> and then the other dude who I. I've clearly said I don't think he's a good quarterback right now. Is Tua who got benched for Ryan Fitz? His his right thumb was injured. All right, he injured his right thumb, and then it looked like he might be clear to play. And that Brian Flores was like, "Nah, sit him," because he wasn't playing good. Yeah, he wasn't. Um, now here's the thing: the bad thing is. What makes us look a lot worse is that Tua came out like a couple of games, bo- I mean, a couple of days before this game, and he said that the NFL felt a lot easier than what he expected. So, of course, fans are dogpiling on him for this statement 
because he threw for 83 yards and one touchdown and lost to the Denver Broncos. What makes this even worse is that it was the freaking Broncos. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. So Ryan Fitzpatrick goes in. He almost ties the game, but then throws an interception in typical Ryan Fitzpatrick fashion in the middle of the end zone where, um, I forget his name, Justin Simmons picked the ball off in the middle of the end zone to end the game. Uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick looked like he could do it, but then did not. I'm going to say something. That you might hate me for. Alright, I'm going to strap in right now. I think Isaiah Simmons is overrated. He hasn't played, like, any snaps. At all. He's played barely any snaps. Not Isaiah Simmons. I mean, Justin Simmons, not Isaiah Simmons. Okay, alright. Alright, I was about to say. I was like, Isaiah Simmons hasn't played at all. Uh, Justin Simmons... I would disagree with you on that. I think he's a very good player on the Broncos. I we played him a ton. Like we played him too many times, and he's very good. I think. Uh, but the. Oh, you just cut out. Darn it! Darn it! Minka Fitzpatrick. Oh, there he, he's back. Is so much better. Yeah. Than Justin Simmons. I don't disagree with that. Another thing I'd like to point out is. TJ Watt is so much better than Fred Warner. Jeez, we're not going to do this again. We're not going to do this again. Okay, moving on to my... Oh, wait, actually, do you have one game left? You have the Steelers game, oh, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I like how a couple of people across the internet were like, yes, Jaguars are going to be a trap game for the Steelers. I, I, okay, I said that jokingly, all right? <laughs> I don't know. You sounded pretty convinced. I was not convinced. By, by, to make myself clear, I was never, ever convinced that this would be a trap game for the Steelers. I wanted it to be. I wanted it to be. But I never, ever, ever believed my statements that it could be a trap game. Is a 24-point win a trap game? Uh, well, a trap game is like before, you know. You, you know what I'm saying? I, I know what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> But, uh, so, the Steelers have had a history of playing down to their competition, but this was a nice, definitive win against a team that they, they, that was terrible, so that they should have been, and they did it definitively, there's nothing left to say about it, they destroyed Jay Gluton's entire career, they're starting Mike Glennon now because of how embarrassed he is throwing four interceptions, you just ended Jay Gluton's starting career, I hope you feel happy. Yeah, guys, come on. Also, some more sad news. Pro Bowl voting, Trace, you can't vote for Trace McSorley. Because he hasn't stepped onto the field yet. But he's Trace McSorley. He hasn't stepped onto the field yet. I don't Trace care. Trace McSorley is the literal GOAT. You can't not put him in the Pro Bowl. I don't care how big of a meme he is. He hasn't stepped onto the field yet. For, for Pro Bowl voting, I specifically didn't vote for a single Chief, Bronco, wow. or Tua. See, that's favoritism right there. That's why they need to get rid of the yeah, fan yeah. vote. That's why they need to get rid of the fan vote right now. Because it's always favoritism. Never going to be actually the best players. Well, how do you think Alex Caruso is going to make it to the NBA All-Star game? Okay. So, um, also, a little bit of news. The uh, Pro Bowl, it's not going to be played in person. It's going to be played on well, Madden this 21. Is this is stupidity. Madden 21. Okay, I've made a couple of videos in the past of absolutely just just hating on men and EA. I hate it. I hate it so much. EA is the worst. They're a devil company who only cares about microtransactions. And my stance on them will never, ever sway that they are deliberately making a trash game because they have the NFL exclusive license. That being said, the fact they're going to play the Pro Bowl 
on Madden 21 is a great thing. And here's why. This is great because this is going to be live streamed. They can't change what happens. This is going to be live streamed probably on television. So everybody, everybody who watches the Pro Bowl will see how bad of a game and how bad of a product EA creates in Madden 21. And I can't wait for it. Do you play Madden a lot? Uh, yeah, I used to. I used to, but I did not buy a Madden 21 when I saw how terrible it was. I watched the trailers. I read up um, all like the things that adding, adding in air quotes, and it's just trash. It's it's pure trash. The only reason I would get Madden 21 is so I can play with Joe Burrow. Yeah, but you can update your roster, so just down, like people have way too much free time on their hands, and they create custom rosters of updated rosters. From twenty, do that and just make Baylor players. You know, put RG three at ninety nine overall. You can do that. You can do that. I'm gonna put Alex Caruso in there and give him long hair. <laughs> yeah. Uh, all right. I'm gonna talk about my last game after that EA rant. Uh, if you're still here, I'll talk about the Chiefs and the Ra- Raiders. This game was. This was an absolute. I loved this game, and I hate both teams. Actually, I'm a pretty big fan of the Raiders, but I hate the Chiefs, and I love this game. So, this game. Hindsight, looking back, it was a great game. It was a great game, looking back. However, in the moment, I hated that game with so much passion. Like, I hated watching it. It was terrible. But looking back, it was great because we won. But in that moment, I was like, this this is awful. This is an awful game. I was I was so mad. I mean, I, I'm about to go on a rant about our defense right now. Our defense is so bad. They are so bad. They are straight and complete utter trash. They don't deserve to be called a defense after that game that they just played. They need to step it up. One, they need to get pass rush because they couldn't. They couldn't at all get pass rush on Derek Carr. Derek Carr, we gave Derek Carr like 10 seconds to throw in the pocket. Why weren't we rushing him? Why weren't we just sitting back in coverage? Then Bashad Breeland had a ton of holding penalties, a ton of pass interference penalties. I'm done with our defense. They need to step it up. They need to get pressure on Tom Brady because if Tom Brady shreds us like Derek Carr did... I'm going to be very, very mad. A lot madder than what I am now. You know, I'm I'm going to read some stuff that you sent me during that game. <laughs> you know, first, like, right as the game's beginning, you say, our defense sucks. Yep. And then, this is later when Jason Witten caught that touchdown pass. I was supposed to win the game, but it didn't. I said, Jason Witten is goaded. And then you replied in all caps, I hate everything. Yep. Yeah, because at that, well, I knew I knew that Patrick Mahomes, you know, we had Patrick Mahomes, we were probably going to drive down the field and score because we got Patrick Mahomes, but still, I hated everything at that moment. And then, uh, it was just, when, Travis Kelsey gets the game-winning touchdown, you you send me, just like, just a regular, yeah. hey, Travis Kelsey is the best tight end of the National Football I stand by that now. I stand by that. Uh, Travis Kelsey, he's on pace to shatter the uh, most receiving yards in, by a tight end in a single season. Um, I can't wait for it because Travis Kelsey is the Offensive Player of the Year. He's he's amazing. He's just he's just amazing. After you send that, I say, well, I can't say I'm surprised. And then when Dan Sorensen gets the game-ending interception, <laughs> this is the best part of the entire <laughs> I think I know what's going. I, I believe yes. I remember what I wrote. Dan Sorensen, have my child. <laughs> yes. Uh, at that moment, I was very happy because I was convinced that our defense was going to give up like a 90-yard drive. So I was very happy that that happened. Uh, and I was overwhelmed with joy that Daniel Sorensen 
came up with an interception. By the way, Daniel Sorensen always seems to get, like, game-ending interceptions. Always. Last year was against the Chargers, this year against the Bills, and now against the Raiders. He always gets game-ending interceptions, and he's amazing. You know, I'd just like to say, why does he need those game-ending interceptions? I, I don't know, because he's amazing. Because he's amazing. I have restored his GOAT status, by the way. He he initially got GOAT status when he forced that fumble and stopped that fake punt in the Texans game. Then, he lost it because he can't cover a tight end worth beans. Then, he got it back because of these interceptions. So, Daniel Sorensen, it's it's your GOAT status to lose. And let's be honest, he's going to lose it when they, uh, when they uh, play the Steelers in the AFC Championship game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, wait, no, no, no. He said yes, no, I got it, I just, yes. darn it. I'm cutting that out, I'm cutting that out. Uh, <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, I was not, I was not thinking straight in that moment. I was delirious, I was under the influence of water, and, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, mm-hmm. I've got- Okay, so, we, I called, we called, you agreed to this as well. We actually called that Dan Sorensen is going to mess up something in the AFC Championship game. The Steelers are going to win the Super Bowl. I, I didn't say anything about the Steelers winning. I just said that. You know, something's probably going to mess up because humans are not perfect. We'll still yeah, win that game. You know, who else isn't perfect? We'll still win that game. But Daniel Sorensen will probably mess up. That's what I really meant. Also, Daniel Sorensen, I have full confidence in you, by the way. Okay, I got nothing left. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think that, uh, I think that Dan Sorensen's gonna mess up. And by the way, I have full confidence in you. What? Yeah, alright. Uh huh. So I have. <laughs> I have nothing left. Two opposite statements. <laughs> I, I did not prepare a by the numbers segment, so we don't have that epic music to go along with it. Um, so yeah, I've, I got nothing left. I'm gonna make that my opening to every single one of my channels, you know? <laughs> Uh, Alright, so thank you so much for joining us. Always remember, go Chiefs and beat Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Or should I say Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Thank you so much for participating on the Disney ride that I like to call a podcast, The Sports Experience. Go Chiefs!